there are significant opportunities to use artificial intelligence and automation within cybersecurity, particularly to identify, uh, you know, the needle in the haystack to actually process huge amounts of data. Hello, everyone. My name is Marissa Flatter. I'd like to welcome you to this podcast with my colleague, Mike Turner. The podcast is about our latest research on the cybersecurity talent gap. We'll kick off today with short introductions of ourselves and our work at Capgemini. Then I'll introduce our research, its objectives, and methodology. And then I'll ask Mike some questions on cybersecurity talent to gain his perspective on what organizations can do to mitigate the talent gap. So I'm a manager with the Digital Transformation Institute, which is Capgemini's in-house think tank on all things digital. The DTI publishes research on the impact of digital technologies on large traditional businesses. You can contact me on LinkedIn and on Twitter using the handle at MarissaSlatter25. I'm joined by my colleague, Mike Turner. Mike, would you please introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, my name um, is Mike Turner. I'm the Vice President um, at Capgemini. I'm, in terms of my, my my main role, I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Capgemini's global cybersecurity business, and we have over three and a half thousand cybersecurity experts at Capgemini, providing consulting and advisory services, um, design, build, and run services, and manage security services to our customers all over the globe. Thanks, Mike. And to start off, I'd like to just introduce the research that we published earlier this week. So our latest research, Cybersecurity Talent, the Big Gap in Cyber Protection, is examining the the key challenge to effective cyber risk management and protection, which to our mind is the lack of talent. It's our belief that those companies that are able to attract and retain cybersecurity talent will be much more successful in managing digital risk and profiting from the digital opportunity. So this research extends our work in 2017 on the digital talent gap, where we looked at how the the digital talent gap has widened and what needs to happen for organizations to tackle this this critical issue. So this latest research builds on what we learned uh, but focuses exclusively on cybersecurity talent, uh, a skill set that is in low supply and, and in particularly high demand. And in terms of the methodology for this research, we surveyed over 1,200 senior executives and frontline employees across nine countries and seven industries. We also interviewed key experts drawn from academia, cybersecurity associations, as well as the recruitment sector. And we analyzed social media sentiment of about 8,000 current and former employees within cybersecurity firms. And in the report, we offer eight recommendations for organizations to address the acquisition and um, retention of cybersecurity talent. So let's get into the Q&A portion of our podcast today. So as I mentioned, our research identifies a widening talent gap between demand for cybersecurity talent and supply of employees with proficient skills in cybersecurity. 
Mike, why do you believe there is such a mismatch between demand and supply today? Well, I think it's really because um, for, for, for two main aspects. Um, the first one is 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 just the with the explosion of um, the internet, the advances being made in um, adoption of cloud services, the use of social media, um, just the you know the, the enormous almost exponential growth in the uptake of online services has just meant that there has been uh, a significant rise in um, criminals, whatever, however you like to describe them, you know, posing threats on the internet, and therefore the need for um, the, you know, the, the communities, whether they're commercial communities or just individual organisations, individuals or organisations, to protect themselves online. That drives a, you know, a large demand, and you know, it's a, it, it has been a complex technical area, and um, it takes time for you know the the demand to catch up with or the supply to catch up with demand really that's that's the first reason and i think secondly the um you know the barriers to entry in cybersecurity have traditionally been quite high um it's been seen as a very technical specialist area um you you have to have you know years and years of experience within the it industry and sector uh, before you can actually you know successfully move or follow a career path. I think those are the main two drivers and the reasons behind it. And that certainly, those points are certainly affirmed in our research. Um, so when you think about acquisition of, of cybersecurity talent, our research recommends organizations need to think outside the box to acquire cybersecurity talent given the intense competition for that talent. For example, um, things like recruiting individuals on the autism spectrum that are highly skilled in, in analytics and pattern recognition or leveraging programs like bug bounties to develop a talent pipeline and mitigate the gap. To your mind, Mike, what are some of the most critical things organizations can do to attract cybersecurity talent in such a competitive market? For sure. So um, I, th- I think the the, the, the number one, or the, the, the key, key areas, number one, two things that I would be doing is, you know, how do you look as a, as an employer of, of, um, you know, cybersecurity talent? What, what is it that makes you stand out from the crowd? And there is, I think there are some real key aspects there. Um, firstly, you know, what, what's your vision? What, what's, how is the leadership in the organization, the key, key people who are existing within the, the organization, how do they present themselves in terms of their ideas, their vision, their approaches to tackling the, um, cybersecurity challenge? What, what, what's their outlook on offering careers? How they're going to support individuals as they, you know, reach their own personal objectives. So that's a, that, that, that real element of, which I think in the paper you very neatly describe as being, you know, create a compelling story around the current leadership team and what the organizational organization looks looks to. The second thing is really presenting opportunities. Um, I think that um, you know we we have seen in the past that actually it's been been a relatively um, you know closed closed environment 
and people tend to move into certain areas of the, the industry and actually stay there for quite a while. And I think that many people are um, looking for much more mobile careers, be able to actually move between engagements, to actually move with technology trends to up, up, up their skill set and actually have a, a different style of career to that which we have necessarily seen seen before. And I think that it's incumbent upon the organisation to really present how, how it is, what their vision is around you know, career progression and, and offering that sort of a nurturing environment to people and, and make them as attractive as possible to the, the cybersecurity talent, which, as I, in my introduction, is not the same talent as traditionally recruited from. Um, you know, very different aspirations, very different outlook on life, very different needs and a very different starting point on my careers. Definitely, that's uh, very, very interesting. Um, so in the, in the report, um, some of the data we found that employees are anxious about their skills becoming quickly redundant. So over a third of all employees and in close to 50% of cybersecurity talent believe their skill set will be redundant in the next four to five years, um, you know, particularly in such a, a fast-paced uh, environment with uh, digital technologies emerging so quickly. So people in this environment, people are, are investing time in learning new skills. Um, we even found that one in every two employees said they were investing their own resources to, to develop digital skills. Um, so how might an organization leverage the people it already employs to help mitigate the cybersecurity talent gap? Yes. Um, so, so there are a number of, you know, very obvious areas, I think. The, the, the first one is, is that, um, there are, the, the fast pace of change within, you know, the threat landscape and how attackers are actually exploiting and, and leveraging vulnerabilities means that, you know, we really need, um, people with ex- a lot of experience in configuration, of um, systems, devices, software, a um, lot more coding experience. I mean, the, we'd like to move to a position where actually in the cloud environment we de- deploy security controls in an automated fashion, which means writing them in, in software effectively and, and automatic, automated deployment. So I think that there's you know, fantastic opportunities for people with development developer skills um, also database skills and configuration and, and system configuration skills to move into the cybersecurity domain. Um, there's an absolute need to, can, to close the gap between the, when we identify a, um, an incident and be able to resolve it and limit the time that it actually takes to, to close out Vulnerabilities, and that is all about you know really great effective operational control and service management, and the really driving the interface between the security teams and the operational teams. So there's plenty of scope for people who've got experience in that background to operate in that area. Um, there, whilst there are significant opportunities to, to use artificial intelligence and automation within cybersecurity, particularly to um, identify uh, you know the needle in the haystack to actually process huge amounts of data to eradicate false positives, etc. There's a lot of ways that AI and automation can actually help us on that. Ultimately, we really do the need the analytical brains to be able to really understand what is an incident and what are the root causes and actually make decisions and identify the best best course of actions. 
So actually, for people who are able to, um, you know, sort of do pattern matching, do problem solving, sort of significant opportunities, and they often come from, you know, areas way outside of, you know, traditional cybersecurity space. We're really looking for those, you know, those, those excellent skills. And, um, and, and also, you know, there's, for too long, in my personal opinion, the cybersecurity world has been kind of almost as a, on, on the peripheral of what is the, the business world. And, you know, in, in order to really, um, ensure that security becomes part of our culture is actually embedded in how you think about protecting data. You know, we, we need some great people with, um, business, business analytics skills and business requirement skills to ensure that, you know, the security Mechanisms are actually ingrained into the, the new IT services and systems that we're building. So, um, I see that, you know, people who are actually got the, that sort of business analytics, um, background, that requirement analytics, how you transfer that into systems, systems and building design systems are, are, can have great opportunities in the cybersecurity community. And another another point we identified in in our research was, you know, another idea could be to create a community of, of cross-functional professionals in your organization that that might have, um, you know, an interest, whether it's personal or work-related, in cybersecurity. So, um, you know, this this could build and, and share knowledge among among this uh, this group, and uh, also create a, a pool of potential cybersecurity talent. Um, Okay, and and lastly, I wanted to tackle the the topic of of gender in, in cybersecurity. So a lot of studies out there show that that women are underrepresented in cybersecurity, and you know a root cause for this underrepresentation may be attributed in part to education. For example, you know there's there's a lack of, of female students in the STEM disciplines in the early years. Um, you know, what are some ways that organizations can go about encouraging and, and supporting female employees to join the cybersecurity field? Yeah, a, a, a significant challenge in this area is, is, is um, not not. I don't think it's necessarily universally global, but certainly in in many European countries, um, perhaps North America as well, there's a significant underrepresentation of, of women in IT in general, but also particularly in cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. I think it is about, um, uh, you know, starting very early to, to, to dispel the myth okay. that cybersecurity is a, uh, male dominated, male opening environment. It's very, very deeply technical that, um, that it is, you know, uh, it, the barriers to entry are very high, that actually, you know, have to have a significant amount of experience in order to enter into that domain. Those are, uh, those are absolute, absolute myths. Um, it is, I think there are plenty of examples, whether it's, you know, working with schools in terms of competitions and, um, you know, hackathons and, um, what we call capture the flag competitions that, you know, sort of talking about exactly how cybersecurity skills are put to use in terms of fraud prevention, in terms of, you know, um, preventing the, Theft of data and just really um, sort of energize people's interest on how what the outcomes are of the work that they're doing. I think that, that is something that's become, or in the past, been quite mundane in terms of you know only talking about the technical challenges and the technical issues, apart from as opposed to you know how fulfilling it is when you actually stop a cyber attack or you've actually put 
um, you prosecute, successfully prosecuted cyber criminals or you've actually protected personal data or, or actually prevented a significant, uh, you know, incident or issue with a, with, with an organization. Um, and I think that's, that there are, there are elements where we can actually really begin to energize, um, people through outreach programs into the schools and colleges and to university, which really begins to, you know, sort of, um, energize and excite, um, what is undoubtedly a huge, untapped pool of, of female talent in particular. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And, and some of the other ideas we had in the report, uh, providing mentors to female cybersecurity talent uh, at your company, as well as highlighting, so, so the, the point you made earlier about compelling stories, you know, highlighting those stories of female role models in cybersecurity on um, social media outlets, for example, so, so those folks that those women that are employed um, at your company. Definitely. This this brings us to the end of, of this podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed hearing about our cybersecurity talent gap research. And we thank you very much for listening. Um, you can contact me on LinkedIn or on Twitter uh, using the handle at Marissa Slatter 25. Our latest research on the cybersecurity talent gap called Cybersecurity Talent, the Big Gap in Cyber Protection can be downloaded from our website at capgemini.com. Thank you very much. 